Welcome to the St Albans podcast, bringing you news, views and reviews for the city and district of St Albans. Welcome along to another edition of the St Albans podcast with me, Danny Smith. And I am delighted to say that joining me here in the studio today, I have Melissa and Alex or Alex. No, it's Melissa and Alex. I already could tell Alex. I've got a look there. It's top billings, Melissa. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You're used to this already. I don't mind. I've been through worse. Okay. (laughs) Melissa and Alex are here uh, and uh, we're going to be talking about a show called The Dating Diary that is uh, going to be appearing at the Maltings Theatre here in St Albans Town Centre from the 3rd to the 7th of October. Uh, We'll have more details and where you can get tickets and find out more and all that sort of stuff. It will be all in the links in the episode description of this here show right now. Uh, Look in our episode notes or show notes or whatever they call them. Uh Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And also uh, on our website, stalbanspodcast.com. But uh, Melissa and and Alex, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. So uh, this show, one of you is the director, one of you is the writer and an actor in it. Yeah. So there's two writers, Scott as well. Okay. Mm. But you wrote most of it, you were telling me off air. Yeah. No. You, you wrote all the funny stuff. Is that what you were saying? <laughs> you said he did nothing, you carried him. Was that right? <laughs> oh, he's going to hate me now. <laughs> if he knows you well, he'll no. know you didn't say any of no, that. I and didn't. I just made it up. <laughs> so, so, so two of you wrote it. So, well, let's start right at the beginning. So, how did it come about? How did you two start to write this? Um, okay. Uh, I. Well, <laughs> Sounds really silly. So just before lockdown, I went on a date and it was just absolutely insane and really, really, um, I don't know how to describe it without being rude. It, it was a, a no. fascinating date. Yes. Fascinating. Well, so you could be rude if, if you don't mention the specific person or you're not too identifiable, then no, you could be as rude as you like. it's not based on anybody legally. Oh, yeah, for, for legal reasons, no one in the play is based on anyone. <laughs> okay. Now we've established that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is going to be used one day's evidence, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. So I did that, and um, Scott, uh, just before lockdown happened, he said to me, we're out one day for our friend's birthday, and then I was explaining the situation, he just thought it was hilarious, and he said, um, can you imagine what he's saying, his side of the story? I was like, oh, that'd be funny like to write down. And then lockdown came, we had nothing to do, so the idea came back up, <laughs> and we wrote that one out um, based on that, and then after that, it was just became this whole story and kind of added friends and kind of drew inspiration from people that we know and that we've met and stuff like that and we kind of focused it on um the fact that scott's just over 30 and i'm turning 30 and then the panic that sets in when you do because you're like oh i don't know what i'm meant to be doing yet and i don't know if i'm in the right place and what's going on because just it just seemed like a lot of people thought that way and said that and there's this there's this really strange panic which i got as well which is like you you're expected to reach a certain milestone um but after that it's just yeah the whole thing is just amusing really this might be hard for you to answer but i'm going to ask you it anyway but um do you think the dating experience is <laughs> is it timeless or do you think this is very much something that's very unique at the moment the, the types of experiences that perhaps you're covering i mean because I, I get the feeling I'm, I'm believe it or not I'm probably a different generation to you mm. it's hard to tell that isn't it but I'm a little bit over 30 and and I think that my experiences might be some in some ways similar some mm. of the horror stories that perhaps we can exchange maybe maybe <laughs> similar but but also I imagine it's a different experience now and maybe older people again might be thinking my word in my day I used to put an advert in the newspaper and hope someone would yeah. reply yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You know. so I would say both 
um, because it's got all those things of just it's just so much pressure from that just turning a certain age and then the dating scene I think it's relevant now because of the the use of what happens with the apps and the people that you might meet and you're like oh what is going on what like this is just not going very well at all um I've, and just listening to other people's stories as well it kind of connects to a lot of ages that I've seen so far right. but then you've got things like the TikTok and the social media influencers and just all that pressure that gets put on you and nobody looks really like themselves on social media well some people do but um <laughs> It's just a lot well, of some people, everything's perfect. Some people did look like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, but it just everything's perfect on there. And it's like they, it shows you the best side of life, if that makes any sense. So you don't yeah. see anybody's bad bits okay. or when they're having a bad day. So I'd say yeah. that is... I guess as well, this might be a bit more universal because whilst this is perhaps very much um, uh, how it is at the moment, how dating happens in 2023, mm. it's probably never quite happened in that way previously. Yeah. But... It's people of all ages who are currently in that situation oh, that are experiencing that. I was going to yeah. say, so I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you wrote it. I've just, I'm sure I, she will. I just, <laughs> I just turn up and hope for the best. But the, like, it's very, a lot of the things are to do with, like, social media. So we've got, like, TikTok, got Instagram, we've got um, all those different things. But I think the characters themselves are quite archetypical in mm. terms of, like, how they've been written. So even though the, like what's happening in the world is very 2023. I think the characters themselves are still grounded in the kind of reality that you would have seen beforehand, just mm. in a more updated way, potentially. Yeah. Like, I've heard family members who are in, in this process who, who have, you know, as young as sort of 20, talking about some of the same things that that somebody in her 50s in my family is also something they're experiencing the same stuff you know yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the 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 sort of the shenanigans that go on with 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 the dating scene these days online dating the the false way that people present themselves yeah it's it's crazy yeah okay so you thought wow there, there, there's some mileage in this then we could we can we can knock a play out of this uh this <laughs> scenario that, that. well yeah it, it was it was more out of boredom, to be honest with you, because I wrote something um, last year as yeah. well. So I wrote a different um, play, uh, Whitechapel play that overproduced, and it was really cool. Um, but w- then, was that with Scott as well? No, that was just by myself. Right. Because um, you were saying you didn't really need him, that he, you were just carrying <laughs> him, yeah? <laughs> I've never even met this poor fella, so I'm painting such a picture <laughs> I did ask him to be here, but he's right. not very well. <laughs> oh, flaky so as I well. So he's old, he's flaky, my word. <laughs> um yeah and I think this one was just out of our own amusement I mean we used to get people just testing it out on zoom all of our friends from college who did the acting course with us and we just used to say do you want to come and read this script with us and we just used to act it out because it is really amusing and it's based on like lots of different characters that you'll relate to um especially we've got a character called Kyle which is just wild and he's it's so funny the actor Taylor Pope that does it he's just brilliant and he just makes us all absolutely cry laughing every time even though we've seen it and even though I wrote it um with with Scott with Scott (laughs) so (laughs) sorry so so let's move on to Alex for a moment go go (laughs) before Melissa gets herself into any more trouble Uh, so a friend of mine uh, was directing something recently and said to me that 
one of the, the struggles that they had was um, directing something where the writer was quite involved, mm. that it was a lot easier to direct something where the writer was yeah. nowhere near it because then you could do what you want and they wouldn't find out until it was too late what you did with their material. Yeah. You're, you're sat inches away from your writer <laughs> at the moment, who is yeah. also one of the actors in, in this. Yes. Yeah. Is that fun? It is fun. So it's... We'll, we'll have like... And Scott's acting in it. And though. Scott's acting oh, in it. Oh, well done yeah. for mentioning him again. Well remembered. <laughs> we have a double whammy back of writers and actors. Um, so no, it's good. It's, it's a different dynamic. Because exactly... When the script is given to a director, it just becomes that. It becomes the directors, it becomes the actors. And so we're in an interesting dynamic where the... Because the play has now been finished, but what was nice was that because we've got the actors and we now can um, base them up with the characters the script is evolving as we've got the actors so we we can now like I mentioned Taylor we've got we can adapt it to go okay Taylor's more like that let's change it so we've got a guy called Ryan Ryan's great so we're like let's adapt it slightly to work with him and so that's really nice because otherwise the other the opposite job is normally when you get given someone's script and you're directing it you'll go that seems not very good let's just cut that let's just get rid of that whereas this is all good it's just now going let's try and work it out I'm just, <laughs> you, you, just you almost said that with a straight face as well good. well done I'm good I'm trying <laughs> I'm not looking in her direction just in case <laughs> I'm saying the wrong thing but yeah it's the um, it's an interesting dynamic because I think you've definitely changed when we first started because when we first began the thing when a writer's got it is they'll have an idea of what the characters are like but then the interesting immersion happens when the actors appear because okay. it becomes their version of the character. So, so as the writer, I mean, as one of the writers, mm-hmm. do, do you do you get to? Is it nice to see your 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 baby um, evolve to grow? Because I'm guessing then with the with the other creatives getting involved, other actors and the director and, and other people sticking their oar in, yeah. um, you know, they're, they're, they're going to make suggestions and, and you're probably going to let some of them through, and then eventually it, it, it becomes maybe something slightly different from where it started on the on the page. Um, I think, and this is going to sound like I'm just being way too nice, I guess, but they are we are just so lucky like it's unbelievable I've never been in a in a cast of people before that just suits everything so much and they they just got it like straight away everybody was so great um Shanika uh, who's in our cast she plays my best friend in it Laura um she came from film and tv um but she's adapted theatre so well and she's just done such a great job and then Ryan's really really like they're just hardworking and Taylor's fantastic and hilarious and you've got everybody in it and obviously Anna um plays my therapist in it and she the I what I will say is when when we added her character in um Anna does a lot of stuff with the Maltings is like a regular actress there um, oh, tell me about it she's hanging on all oh can I come back on can I come back on oh dearie she, me that part was written specifically for Anna we, it was just based on Anna because the amount of times I've sat around Anna's complaining and I was like <laughs> This would be the most hilarious therapist. It's very unorthodox, very very funny, but it's just worked out. So okay. she's just fitted into it fantastically. It's written specifically for her, and everybody else has been just perfect. So are you guys relatively local then? Because I know you're putting this on, at, as we said, at the Maltings Theatre, 3rd to the 7th of October, 7.30. Mm. Tickets are available. But um, <laughs> is it, um, you know, have you had to travel far? Are you, are you sort of based in or near here? So I'm near, um, like, between Watford and North London. Okay. 
um, the play is set in North London because I spent so much time in North London and yeah. all the characters that came into our heads was like okay. that. Um, but it's yeah, just because you're saying about spending time with Anna and I know that she's mm. local so I just thought oh you must be relatively local yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're, we're um, I'm St Albans based but we're, we're doing rehearsals I mean anywhere to be honest that will give us but at the moment places in Hitchin at the moment so it's um, nice because we've got in terms of where everyone is a lot of people are London based and then we've got a few I don't know if we've got I don't know where Shanika's from she's no, North London North London mm. we'll just say everyone's London apart from me I'm St Albans okay well well done oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alright no travel for me I'm no. good oh that's good well yes uh, bear that in mind when he hands in his expenses <laughs> <laughs> Um, so um, now it's quite exciting as well because it's not just on at the Malting Theatre. You're you're also taking this to a theatre in Clapham, aren't you? Mm, yeah. So um, does that does that cause many like changes in how you do it? Are there any sort of things where, or, or is it literally you just pick it up and then you just put it down there and, and then it all works? Or, or I don't quite know how it works when you take it to a different theatre. We will find out. <laughs> yeah, okay. the, the, I think it's smaller, a little bit smaller. The right. big thing to consider is like. I don't know whether the exactly that will be slightly different in terms mm. of like the space. I think it'll be really interesting just to see how the audiences react to it because as an Albans audience, I think will be slightly different to a Clapham audience, which is great. But it's we the nice and slightly scary thing about comedies is that you don't know how an audience will react mm. until you you see it, um, and though people of Clapham will be closer to the North London they'll get an understanding of these characters yeah. immediately, potentially. Sure. But, I don't know, we will, we will see. And um, have you had a chance to, to, to perform this at all in front of an audience yet? In the process, I don't know where you are in the process, whether you have previously put it on or... Not yet. No, not yet. It's the first time. So I guess it might be quite daunting to see where the laughs come in, because they... Yeah. Especially if, if a laugh doesn't land where you thought it would, but then you get one somewhere else where you thought, oh, I didn't think that was funny, but they're yeah. all loving it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, and and as, I guess as the writer, that's even more nerve-wracking, because you're not just worrying about your performance, you're just you're, you're hoping that they're all lighting the words. Yeah. <laughs> so scared. <laughs> And the bits they don't laugh at were Scots, yeah? That's what he contributed. Is that, is that what we're saying? Yes. I feel like I know Scott already. I, yeah. Scott's great. He, I think it's what's interesting is from watching it, because I was like, I don't know whether all the bits will land in terms of them being comedy, but it's, as we mentioned earlier, it's really nice just to see the characters emerge. So I was like, even if the scenes don't get the laugh, I think the characters... I just really like I genuinely can't understate it enough the actors are great like it's really solid in terms of scenes and it's just fascinating to see I did quick tangent I did a play where I directed it and uh, I watched it three times in a row one night it got absolutely no laughs second night it got some laughs and third night it was so funny someone fell off a chair um, and the other actors did exactly the same thing but this is the great thing about theatre it's always different. You always get a different reaction. Yeah, because I guess the, the, the audience is the unknown quantity in exactly it all. You know? And yeah, you could you could do the exact same thing, yep. you know, hit every mark in exactly the same way, say every line identically to the night before, but one night it's funny and one night it causes a different reaction. Yeah, I was in a play and I got, um, uh, it was a comedy and I managed to get some laughs and the other actor was like, what did you do to get laughs? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't do anything. I did exactly the same, but for some reason it just connected. But that's the, the really nice thing. That'll be what's really um, cool about doing it in two different spaces. Just yeah. to actually see how everyone reacts. And we also, 
Because what's fun, we don't even know if people like the characters yet. We like them. Yeah. But we don't know what people will think of them so far. Okay. It'd be awesome. So how long ago was it when you wrote this? You said it was during lockdown? Mm. So this has been, what, two years-ish from that point three. to... Three. Three years. Twenty, isn't it? Tw- beginning of 2020. Was... Oh, right. So the first lockdown. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so, wow, three years. And then the 3rd to the 7th of October, people can see all that all that blood and sweat that you poured into this and they can come along and and judge you accordingly yeah <laughs> oh i'm excited for you though i mean it's, it looks good i mean you, you know, just just what you've said and and what i've seen of the press release it it looks like it's going to be very funny and, mm. and and i think that the whole concept of it is just it's funny because most people if anyone's got any experience of dating in the last couple yeah. of years they're going to know straight away. They're going to think, oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, th- this, there's, there's material here. You know, there's, yeah, yeah, that, there's that, stories. That's so true. The, 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 I, could, I mean, we can say it was based off of my date, but that was just the first part. Then yeah. we started, like, listening to what other people said and watching how people behave with each other and stuff like that. And, and just kind of even the friendships in it are really nice because yeah. we have um, two brothers in it. And there's some really, like, sad bits as well. But they're, like, used in hopefully a humorous way because the way that we kind of saw it was life is really gets you down sometimes but you can find funny in quite a lot of things and that is the main purpose of the overall um vibe of it if you like um but yeah it's it's great and like i i really like it obviously (laughs) but it's um yeah it's it's, it's a bit nerve-wracking though okay it's scared (laughs) The Dating Diary is on um, from the 3rd to the 7th of October at the Maltings Theatre. All the links that you need to find out more or to book tickets are all in our show notes right now. But uh, Melissa and Alex, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you very much for having us. It's been great talking to you. Are you still nervous? I'm so scared. Honestly, I'm like, oh, I can't sleep. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, it's been a really fun experience. The Sun Hotel is where we have rehearsed and they've been amazing to us. Everybody has been so great and lovely. And yeah, it's just hopefully it'll be a really good show and people will relate to the characters oh that's nice but we that have a what different I'm, representation for <laughs> that was what i meant i mean you know you said to me before we started this you know oh, i'm so nervous i meant are you nervous now like now we've spent like 20 minutes talking in general danny <laughs> <laughs> well i'm sorry get the shows out of the way we'll be fine i'll be fine we'll be fine yeah. well you, you, you seem to be a picture of, of calmness and, and, <laughs> and all that so you know i'm sure it'll all go well but uh, yeah we wish you every success with this play and uh if you bring anything else to the local area would you come back and talk about it yeah, yeah of course yeah definitely um, one more to come. thanks it's been for lovely us. yeah thank you oh that's quite all right so yeah that's the dating diary on at the uh the maltings theater from the 3rd to the 7th of october do check out uh, our show notes uh, to get the links and also go to our website it's at albanspodcast.com next week on the show we have our very own health correspondent alan bellinger back with more health matters uh, don't forget we have some other shows as well on our little network uh, you can find our film show that comes out this coming Friday with uh, with Max Hartington I nearly forgot who it was with then uh, and uh, find out more from our website about all of the shows that we do uh, com. see ya thanks for listening to this edition of the St Albans podcast with Danny Smith if you've enjoyed this podcast please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or a podcast platform of your choice this will help us reach more listeners Join us, the St. Albans Podcast, next Wednesday for more news, views and reviews. In the meantime, commit no nuisance. Produced by Samantha Rolfe. Logo and artwork by David Ellis. This is an independent production in association with the Hearts Advertiser. 
If you would like to become a community partner or a sponsor of the podcast, please visit stalbanspodcast.com for more details.